1: Welcome back everybody uh, to another episode of Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships Podcast. Um, I'm Ashley Keenan as I am every week and uh, Neve Cooney is back in front of the mic again Hello. for more uh, mammy information about sex relationships, how your relationship changes, how your body changes and in this episode, so if you follow Private Education on Instagram which is at Private Education Podcast, you will have seen that a couple of weeks ago I put up a question box and asked for Questions about you know pregnancy, sex, um, sex as parents, um, how your relationship changes, body image, how your body changes—all that kind of stuff. Um, Because I knew Neve was coming on, I knew people would have questions. Um, So we've had so many in, and we're going to answer some of them now. But Neve, also welcome back, Neve. Thank you. We uh, Neve also she's very organised. As I said last episode, there's notes here, and there there's pros cons. There's headlines there's subheadings (laughs) there's bullet points there's all sorts going on in this fantastic notepad of hers and so um you've got a pros and cons list there yes so last time we we kind of covered if you haven't listened actually to last episode we've covered um sex during pregnancy we covered kind of immediately the kind of couple of months postpartum all that kind of stuff and but now we're going to go kind of further into your child's life I suppose um, just to recap Neve's little girl is going to be two in January so she's what 20 months Yes. Um, I always find it funny I don't know I know why do people count in months I don't past know. a year I
2: think it's a developmental thing yeah because I, I, when I, I go, all the go to the, books the GP you're reading. she says how many months
1: yeah yeah
2: so I think it's like that they have milestones so at a certain amount of months, months their brain should be able to do this I get it because yeah. for someone who hasn't got a
1: child counting like, 20 just, months <laughs> seems <laughs> you'd never <laughs> say to
2: somebody I'm 37 that's um oh I shouldn't have said thirty, <laughs> uh, but whatever you you'd know. you it away now. You've given it away. You ca- yeah, I mean. You'd never
1: say. No. I'd never say like I'm thirty and nineteen months. Yeah, like yeah. you know. You know what I mean. No. That's not the way. Anyway. No. Um. Okay. So <clears> your <throat> pros and cons list. Yes. Tell me. Tell me why you made this.
2: So, uh, so when you sent me a list of the questions that, that came in asking, from people, yeah. somebody said one of their questions was, "When do? You, how do you know you're ready? And
1: as how, in to have a baby. Yes. Okay. Right. Like, That's is it question. because society? Yeah. I
2: think they said something like, "Is it because of society that you, you know, that you'd have a baby, or how, how do you know? Yeah. Like when you're ready? When you're ready, yeah." And I definitely didn't know I was ready. Okay. I just knew that I was 35, and that I wanted children, but I didn't feel ready. Ready.
1: So, do you ever feel ready? Mm, I don't know if that's a. a I don't thing. think you.
2: I don't think you can be ready because no matter how many books you read, how much experience you have, they're you're, all old babies are so different. And all pregnancies are so different that even from one pregnancy to the next, yeah, you mightn't be ready. Yeah. I mean, I changed my mind a million times. I told everybody, anyone who would listen after I had Krea, I am never doing that again. Okay. <laughs> like I I told my husband during during labor, don't even ever come near me. You're getting the snip. Don't come near <laughs> me again. And I'm never doing that. Okay. Everyone that would listen. And I mean, I've totally changed my mind, and okay. I'm definitely going to have another baby if, if I can. can. Yeah, yeah. And you know, that would be brilliant okay. next year. I would say hopefully. Yeah. But you know, I sort of like it was the only the age thing that yeah. made me sort of think, okay, I'll go for it now. Mm-hmm. You know, if I could have, if I could have waited till I was fifty, I probably would have. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. being totally honest. Yeah. <laughs> Although now I'm glad I didn't because I definitely wouldn't have the energy. But yeah. back, you know. Yeah. So I made this pros and cons list as what what I think now are the cons of having a baby. Okay. And the pros of having a baby. Okay. There is double the amount of cons. Just okay, a warning okay, for everybody okay. out there. Yeah. I don't so want...
1: If you're pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you are getting yeah. pregnant. I, I don't turn want off this now. to put,
2: put you off, but I would say the pros are uh, more meaningful, weighted, so the pros okay. are more weighted so while, while, in emotion. While
1: yeah. like technically there are more cons, yeah. the pros way, way heavier. Okay. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So tell yeah. me, will we start off with the cons first and then because okay. I don't want to finish on a bad note. No. So we'll start off with yeah. the cons.
2: So I have the cons. Number one, loss of sleep.
1: Okay, big one. Yeah. And, and I think that's that's an obvious one for, for yeah. anyone thinking about having a baby. You are kind of aware, you would hope, that there will be a significant dip in your yeah in your sleep yeah that's something I actually really really worry about yeah. although it is something that like I because I love I, I cherish sleep more than I mm. cherish anything well
2: I do now
1: oh anything <laughs> like but I don't I don't have a child and I'm like t- my, I just know myself that if I sleep well everything else everything is, is easier yeah. that day is easier work is easier I think more clearly you I have better. more energy yeah. everything um, and if I'm if I'm lacking in sleep it's so so obvious mm-hmm. so obvious anyone who knows me anytime they say are you okay are you having a bad I'm like I didn't sleep last night and they know they're like okay mm-hmm. um but something my mother told me once is that she was the same uh when she was in her 20s and my mother I think my mother was 26 or 27 when she had me so a little mm. bit younger she's maybe four or five years younger than I am now having me and she told me that she was terrified about like the lack of sleep, yeah, um, and what that would do, mm. and how she would manage to wake up four or five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine times a night to feed stay her awake. baby, or stay awake for <laughs> the whole night, yeah. and the whole rest of the next yeah. day, and yeah. you know. And she said that for when I was born, it just happened. It just happened. It just happened. Yeah. She said it was like it. J- she just could. It's and it's she couldn't crazy. explain it, but nope. she just could do it. So did that happen to you?
2: Absolutely 100% okay. still happening to me. Okay. So I had, last night, I had five hours and 40 minutes continuous sleep. Wow. Which is the first time in three months. okay. That I've had more than <laughs> three hours continuous right. sleep. Okay. So that, so the ne- my next con is chronic exhaustion because it's a totally different thing than loss of sleep. So loss of sleep, you know. Once you have a good night's sleep, the next night, you get over it. Okay. But with the chronic exhaustion, your body doesn't get to sort of reset because sleep is designed to wash out your brain. So that like, it's like, I always think of it as like a, t- a t- tea towel being like rinsed, rinsed out, out and ready to soak up yeah. all the mess the next day. So the mess of my life. But,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know. That just just that's, that's a bit yeah, of a yeah, Freudian so slip. We'll ignore that. Yeah. Go but
2: on. So I think the chronic exhaustion thing, like that, that is definitely worse than the sort of just dot lot of sleep because okay. like me and my husband looked at each other about two weeks ago and said, when is this going to end? Yeah. And like, it was like, you know, but we we're on the team together and we we're taking night on night off. So one of us okay. was always ki- kind of getting a bit of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But like our baby was waking up m- like she's sick. She has been sick for the last few weeks. So she's been waking up like continuously and then we didn't know what was wrong with her because you never do. So yeah. you're like asking Google and asking yeah. like your friends and you don't know what's going on yeah. all the time. So Google becomes your best friend when you have a baby. You're just like it, like asking everyone that will listen, is this normal? What do you do here? Yeah. What do you do in this? You know, so I think um, bringing it back to the sleep thing, like you can't think clearly. So yeah. you're just, you're, you're like, you're going about your day like a zombie on autopilot. Like I'm constantly putting like shoes in, you know, like the cupboard and yeah, like yeah, yeah. feeding the dog like Cheerios by accident. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's just, you do know, totally insane yeah. stuff. We're like saying things in work and then being like, oh my God. Yeah. Like secretly dying inside. You just yeah, said yeah, that out yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just all these things. Yeah. But so that was, that was two. Okay. Number three was confinement to the home. Okay. So I That's have, that was a big challenge. So I, okay. anyone would tell you, like my mom, I said, where'd you get the energy? You're always out. How, how do you, How do you, like, you know, look at your social life. Like, you're always away. You're always out. Like, I'm never at home. And all of a sudden, like, you're stuck inside. Now, that was amplified by the fact that I had the baby in January. We then had the worst snow ever seen in Ireland. Yes. Like, a couple of weeks later, and it was snowed inside in the house. Learning how to breastfeed. Learning how to breastfeed is not easy. So you're uh, sort of, like, stuck on the couch, like, literally trying to position this baby with one hand and, like figuring out how do I do this. And so I didn't have the confidence at the start to go out. So it was literally like I felt like I was just at home. All of the time. The time. Okay. And like, then you're, you know, your baby's napping, so you don't want to wake them. Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah. Now, it totally changes as, as time goes on and yeah. you just throw them in the car and go anywhere. Yeah. But Initially. At, the, at the start, everything mm-hmm. is so precious and new that you're just sort of like, don't touch them. Mm-hmm. Don't, like, if they're asleep, don't talk. Don't move them. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, we just yeah, put yeah. the dog in the garden. Like, yeah. our, and our two dogs, they're amazing. Like, we'd never put them outside. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, put the two dogs outside minus, minus 19 degrees. Yeah. It's fine. They'll be fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <bad>. They fur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> (laughs) So that was the third thing. Um, And actually going for advice for new moms, somebody said to me, get out of the house every day. I think I said that on the last episode. That is key. key. Yeah. Curtail, excuse me, curtailment socially. So, oh, the drop off from like seeing all of your friends, from having the worst FOMO that you've ever had in your life and mourning, there's this period of mourning where you're just like, oh God, is it ever? Am I ever going to get out yeah. again? Am I ever going to go
1: to a pub again? Will there ever be another night out yeah. where I get absolutely trashed? Like, and the just, first yeah. time that yeah.
2: I went out, and I'm like, I'm not a huge drinker. Like yeah. I'd probably some like I, some nights I'd go out and like drink loads, and some nights I might go out and not drink at all. Mm-hmm. But I went out, um, oh, like I was still breastfeeding Ashing. I should remember it so clearly. I was, I was like, okay, Erica Badu is coming to town. She's one of my favorite artists. I'm going to see her in the Sugar Club. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Breast pump in bag. Going. Yes oh my goodness got to the place and I was like okay checked out the toilets okay there's a disabled toilet there I'll be able to pump but okay. I had like overproduction of milk so okay. I used to like have to pump quite a lot yeah. to relieve like engorgement yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah.
2: awful sorry so unsexy you
1: no know, but like isn't engorgement it's, yeah. like they could have called it something willie. else <laughs> they could have called it something else engorgement like that just sounds absolutely awful oh it's horrible you poor thing in the sugar club I I remember being in the sugar
2: club like going into the toilet you know with the breast pump in between songs and listening oh this is my favourite song come on come on get the milk out like yeah like awful and then you know only being able to have two drinks because thinking like I don't want to like go home and give the baby like loads of alcohol yeah
1: you know and then
2: I was like keen on on breastfeeding her myself so people would say oh, we can't drink at all during pregnancy but that's not true you can drink yeah uh, during breastfeeding yeah. you just have to like be careful how much you drink Yes. Yeah. and so that was that was a big thing for me so I mm-hmm. sort of like curtailment of social activities I wasn't going out I wasn't seeing my friends and I was so social pri- prior to having her yes and then as well with your husband getting out together for together, all the brunches yeah. all the lunches all the dinners yeah the things It's like you're just yeah. sitting on the couch yeah. watching each other
1: (laughs) and the baby the baby baby is the new Netflix
2: (laughs) so that's number number four number five was guilt I don't think I need to expand on that it's like you feel guilty about everything. everything
1: Are you doing too much? Are you doing too little? Yeah. Is your husband okay? Is your baby okay? Are is you the working house okay? Is, is, are with the dogs leads? okay? Are your friendships solid? Are yeah. you being a good family member? Oh my god! Am I, I can, going
2: back to work? If I'm going back to work, when am I going back to work? Are they I, missing me out like, yeah, in yeah, work? Are yeah. they doing well without me in work? Yeah. And I'm so career focused yeah. that I find it really hard because I was like wanting to know what's going on in work. Yeah. And then not wanting to know what's going on in work. Yeah. yeah. So you never... I think the guilt doesn't end. You just have to live in it. Okay. Not as productive. That's because your brain grows. If anybody hasn't listened to the last episode, go back and have a listen. Yeah, Yeah, your brain changes. Yeah, so your brain changes and you basically forget half of what you have to do apart from look after your baby. So that additional housework. Like, my mum came up yesterday to give us a dig out and she walked into the house and I had... I think eight loads of laundry piled up on the sofa that had been washed that were just on the sofa. There was no to <laughs> sit. And mum was like, oh, <laughs> will I do the ironing for you tomorrow, pet? It's like, um, thanks. That'd yeah, be great. That'd be fantastic. Like the housework. Then you'll have somewhere to sit. <laughs> that, now that is because I have learned to prioritise my relationship with my husband yes. or getting out of the house or yeah. going for work, walk or going to the and, gym. And
1: work as well. Let's not forget you were working with yeah. So you have a full time job. Yeah. And you also have another full time job. Yeah. Minding your child. And then you also have another full time job being wife. Yeah. And, you know, so I mean, housework probably housework, falls right down list. on that
0: list. Yeah. yeah,
2: Like I would, I did have a housekeeper that would come in, like not like super posh housekeeper, but, you know, a girl yeah. that would come in yeah. to give me a hand yeah. during the initial couple of months and then she moved to Galway and I just didn't like find somebody else
1: yeah and I suppose it's important isn't it to, like I, I find it like the trust in if you're to yeah. have someone in your home yeah uh, with an, especially with a new baby like you want to be able to feel comfortable around them and trust them and you know yeah Yeah. exactly so if, you're, if your person moved yeah you're, she moved yeah what can you do it.
2: so yeah the additional housework increased cost because everything is like baby stuff is so expensive and then every time you go to the shop instead of buying a nice top for yourself you're buying 20 outfits for your baby yeah that is going to grow out them in one week yeah <laughs> christ yeah like i would just recommend going to aldi like yeah don't be thinking i'm gonna go and buy all their outfits in brown thomas and buy pampers for three years like use well i have a few friends that like swear by reusable nappies i wouldn't have to stomach for it I don't okay, think yeah but I think if I did I'd go down that yeah. road and the
1: more eco-friendly let's you know definitely to be fair, because definitely nappies are a massive issue, and aren't they, in terms they're amazing
2: of now actually and I do goods. sell them yeah okay. I'll sell them okay but like everything the baby stuff in Aldi is brilliant so go to one of the, those cheap shops because yeah. they grow out of everything yeah a big one 24-7 on I have written on, down here so that is literally what it is it's like when you get a dog you know what it's like yeah you can't go anywhere because you have to get someone to mind the dog yes so on a baby it's like that except for 20 billion times Magnified. worse yeah because yeah. yeah. there's so much stuff that that's like all these Id- idiosyncrasies is yeah, that the word that are like yeah. just between you and your baby and your husband and you have to explain
1: you it have to explain to a- it to everyone who, that's yeah, coming yeah, yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. like
2: i think i gave my mom like nine fools capages pages the first night that we were going away
1: oh my god but in <laughs> fairness in fairness and okay i'm so sorry to i'm i'm absolutely willfully offensive offensive to any mother or 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 parent here that's listening but like it's the same when i send my dog off for the night i'm like this is what she likes to eat this is when she likes to eat it this is what she likes to do now and sometimes she won't go to sleep unless you say this to her and then blah blah blah. and then if she wakes up she might come into the room and she might like and it's ridiculous and I completely acknowledge how ridiculous it is but you just want them to feel comfortable and you want the person to be able to like go okay this is how I'm going to soothe her or calm her or whatever and that is a dog so my god what am I going to be like as a mother no. this is my big worry I'm going to nine feels cap pages I'm going to be 18 pages <laughs> yeah front you're and going back. Be a novel I am going yeah. to be I'm going to write a full guidebook yeah it typed up and justified in size 12 font yeah and give it to everyone <laughs> and who there's loads to, already like, out there <laughs> and, and like it'll be my mom mind the baby for half an I hour know. Do yeah you know I mean? no, it
2: is I mean I remember going to the oh. cinema for the, for the very first time leaving her yeah. and I left the cinema yeah oh my god like I physically couldn't. You not even be, make the whole nope, film. Nope. Oh my god! I was like, I actually physically, like that. Like when I think, and it was when worrying. I think about that, it was longing. Longing. Okay. It was like a yearning to be near her. <laughs> it was like so weird, just like being possessed. Okay,
1: I don't feel that way about no. Maisie when I go to the cinema. No, you wouldn't.
2: You wouldn't. <laughs> I don't but have also, that. that that's pure breastfeeding. Like that. Yeah, that yearning yeah, yeah. literally turned off five days after I stopped breastfeeding. I was like, Who wants the child? Anybody want the child?
1: You really? Know, really? yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's, that's a breastfeeding. I think it was biological. Okay. Yeah, okay. totally.
2: But I'm going to fly through the rest yes, of these. Yes, so, um go 24-7 on, decline yeah. in me time. Yes. Decline in body overall. Less, okay, yeah. <laughs> less sex. Yeah. Significantly. And a general, I have a disenchantment with
1: parenthood. <laughs> general Dis- general disenchantment, <laughs> disenchantment with parenthood. Because
2: you sort of have this idea before you have a baby that yeah. it's like sort of rainbows and unicorns. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. all of a sudden you're like,
1: it's not. It's yeah. vomit. Is it Sleep like that thing? Do you, know, do you ever hear about that thing? I don't, I can't. Okay, I'm totally going to get this wrong. But it's something to do with, I think it's called Paris syndrome, where uh people like paris hilton no like paris the city <laughs> although i like that you went straight to paris hilton there's uh, something like there's some a, a place in i think it's asia where or it's common in asia or something where they have this idea of what paris will be like oh the city okay and they see it in films they see it portrayed and they read about it in novels and no they way. have this completely romanticized view of the city of paris i do yeah and then when they go there they get they actually get physically ill, they get sick. Stop because they're so disappointed with Paris. <laughs> <laughs> that's, brilliant. that's true. It's okay. Oh no, I'm actually gonna Google sick. it. I'm gonna Google it. Because but that's what that's kind of what that reminds me of. But, but like I'm gonna so look at Paris funny. syndrome. Here it is, Paris Syndrome. Paris syndrome is a condition exhibited by some individuals when visiting or going on vacation to Paris as a result of extreme shock <laughs> at discovering that Paris is different from their expectations. Yeah. okay so change out Paris and put baby parenting yeah (laughs) parenting syndrome parenting syndrome is a condition exhibited by some (laughs) mums when visiting or going on vacation to their baby (laughs) as a result like but that is yeah it
2: is it's general disenchantment is like the feeling of like oh this is it
1: yeah like yes. this is this what is i was it so is.
2: worried about yeah it's overall kind of thing because it's not anything to be worried about okay that's I mean, a good thing yeah it's a really good thing because yeah. you you're, you spend nine months what i did worrying about what it was going to be like and planning mm. and then it's just happening it just happens and yeah. it just it happens to you yeah
1: and you don't have a say about it so so parenting is something that happens to you yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah but you, you Can we move to on to the we have to the cons or yes. the yeah the cons okay. bec- or
1: the pros because i the cons list yeah i this is like this is I'm, I'm listening to this as someone who is potentially planning to have a baby. Yes. Sis. So like. Well, definitely the <laughs> pros outweigh pros. the cons. Let me okay, tell you that. Okay, okay.
2: Falling in love daily as if you've just seen the love of your life every single day, every single time that they look at you and every single time that they smile, no matter how bad your day has been. Like the feeling of a baby, your baby looking into your eyes and grinning is Ridiculous, really? Yes.
0: Okay. So it
2: is the most like enchanting. Going yeah. back to the de- general disenchantment. <laughs> yeah, it's hypnotizing, okay. and like you really feel like there's nothing else compared to it. Only maybe the very first time that you ever fell in love, when you can okay. remember t- the first feeling that you ever had, or maybe falling in love with your your, her, 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 husband, your husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which only lasts the bubble that you're yeah. in at the start only yeah. lasts a certain amount of time. Yeah. It's it's gone now. Yeah, you still love them in a yeah. different way, yeah. but that bubble every single day on repeat every time you lift them from a nap every time well that's for me yeah no it didn't happen straight away okay i have to say for me c-section eight six weeks later in the gp's office crying going i don't know if i love my baby i mean she's great but like do i love her and the gp was (laughs) like this is normal you've had a c-section major surgery don't worry about it. Okay. It's going to come. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, okay. And, and did you have yeah. did
1: you have postnatal depression no, at all? No, thank okay.
2: God. But okay. I but had, definitely my mood was affected. So they say one in five people are, like would have a mood disorder or the mood is affected significantly. Okay. Mine was, and that's a really common post-C-section yes. because I, it's something about a vaginal delivery that that doesn't happen. Okay. But with a C-section, you kind of get this, like where I did anyway, where they hand you the baby and you haven't like pushed it out. And then you're like, oh, there's a new baby in the room. But like, where did it come from?
1: Yeah, is I know it, it came
2: from inside me, but, yeah. but is did it, it mine? Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, weird. Yeah. Okay, It's this kind of disconnect. Yeah. But then...
1: But Annie, it's right. there's like statistics that say that like, no matter if you've had a natural birth or or a C-section or whatever way, that there is a... Like there's a... Mood disorders are a thing that happen to a lot of, yeah. a lot of women. And yeah. it's so normal. And a lot of women think that it's not. <laughs> I know, yeah. And like that thing when you were sitting in the doctor's office saying, do I love my baby? like
2: yeah am i going to fall madly in with her because i don't know if i am yet
1: yeah that's and marble. i loved
2: yeah. her and i thought she was amazing but that bond mm. now now it's unbreakable but yeah. then i wasn't sure
1: yeah
2: so that's number one incomparable joy which is sort of like S- similar. similar but that's like the the thing of like the 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 joyous moments that you get throughout your day so like you're you don't get these constant injections of joy on your daily going about your normal day without kids but then all of a sudden it'll be something really stupid and you know it'll just fill you like and your husband and the two of you and then you have all these in jokes about this weird little being that you have that you probably have with your dog that we had with (laughs) our dogs you know
0: yeah
2: um number three united unit so that is like you and your husband totally solidified us against the world I mean that feeling of like team us
1: yeah you're a family yeah locked in solid family it's like
2: when you get married nothing changes but everything changes Mm. you know that feeling of like it's it's us against the world now and we're in this for the long haul yeah that like is amplified when it's when when you have the baby and you're like wow that's amazing you know like we're forever we have to guide this person until they leave us you know Um, and then family time again so that's like you get uh, all the extra activities that you do as a family that you would never have done before and thought were really boring all of a sudden they're your favourite things to do yeah like I hate I wouldn't like I wouldn't have been a person enjoying going swimming now I'm like
1: can we go swimming swimming, (laughs) splashing (laughs) about in the water we're not a baby I mean unless there's like a non-alcoholic cocktail and a lounger around and I'm in Ibiza I'm not going to be going swimming it's like it's so
2: weird like it's so odd amplification of what matters is is a really big one so I think okay um, like you get to a point where you're like okay So all of the frivolities in life and the stuff that sort of like filled your day before are like luxuries. Mm. And actually the time that you spend connecting Mm -hmm. to like your loved ones is is it's just beautiful and sort of like got this air of, you know, mystique about it or something. And then um, time spent alone, like that becomes the most amazing thing that you take for granted now. Because okay, you're like, yes. Now, any time you're spent alone, you're th- worrying, thinking about work, thinking about what's next. But alone time that you get after you've had a kid, you're like, oh my god, I'm alone. What the will I world do? Is my oyster, Well, yeah. I'm in the shower. So what do I do when I'm alone in the shower? Okay. Now move on. Now what do I do when I'm alone? You know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Any alone time that you have, it's it's like it's so important that you make. It can't.
1: Yes, yeah, and that's like, and so you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my pros and cons. They're amazing, and yeah, the cons are terrifying. The pros, yeah. but I see what you mean. The cons are like practical, logistical, yeah. like sleep thing, te- and then the the pros are like, your life just becomes wonderful. Yeah. All really, the time? No,
2: it's not all the time. Like, definitely not. Like, I'm reading this book at the moment. It's called uh, All Joy and No Fun. Oh yeah, you were telling me. About that. Yeah, which I would recommend I think it's a anybody name. to read. All
1: joy, no fun. Yeah, that's so. It's it says a lot in just yeah. those four words. Like all joy, you have so much joy, but the fun is pretty much gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so like you're you're sort of like, and that's we talked about that in the last episode. Injecting the fun back into your relationship because yes. you get all these joyful moments. But like putting the fun fun. fun back in between you and your husband, because the whole book is about parents versus non-parents and who's happier. And like studies have shown, so many studies have shown that non-parents are actually happier than parents long term. So it's about looking at that and then why and changing it, because theoretically you you should be happier, except for in Sweden, where parents are happier.
1: Interesting. Yes.
2: Because Sweden,
1: of, man, like IKEA, happy yeah, parents, it's they've got they, it all. Is
2: it they have social, they have child is it care. Because they have flat free, pack yeah, furniture. No, <laughs> that that would drive you to divorce. Actually, come on.
1: <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> yeah. I
2: think it's because they have free child care from age one to three. Wow. So yeah, so they're totally Completely supported. Free.
1: Yeah, so, so there's they're, a they're they support from the yeah. state. Isn't that interesting? Mm. The support from the state makes you happier, happier parents. Yeah, because
2: you think about it. Yeah, it it means that you can sense. go back to work if you want. Yeah, it makes complete You don't sense. have to stay at home. You don't feel guilty. All that other stuff that comes in. Yeah. And then you have time for each other because r- yeah. both parents get it. Wow. So that doesn't happen here. Okay. Like parental leave like is yeah. like a myth it's in r- Ireland. R- yeah, it's ridiculous. A few companies do it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Wow. Okay, so what I want to do now is well, I actually I <laughs> want to ask you we'll, we'll go into the uh questions that we got from yes. listeners because we've loads. But I want to ask about um the, the kind of it probably come, like it probably does come up in the questions, but purely just how do you find time to have the ride now?
2: So, we schedule it. Okay. And so I'm going to say just that find time, proudly, you plan yeah. you
1: plan. Okay.
2: And I think that it's something that we need to own. Um mm. And I would advise people, think back before you before you bash it on the head and go, oh my God, the sponta- spontaneity has gone from our relationship. Mm. It means we're lost. Think back to when you first met your partner. Like think back to your exchanges and text messages when you weren't around each other. What did you do? You timetabled when the next time you were going to see each other, what you were going to do, yeah. how you were going to do it. Yeah. Like anytime that you were going to have time alone, you discussed it beforehand. It was this like, lovely like right sort at of the
1: start when you're not living together yeah. when you're not yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when you
2: first meet somebody you know okay. when you first it doesn't even have to your husband think back to when yeah. it was yeah. I remember when and I first book met you holi- hotel absolutely. night and
1: on holidays and little yeah. weekends away and, yeah. and
2: then all of a sudden it becomes you know routine mm-hmm. and then you think like when you lose it because of pregnancy or whatever You think, okay, if we're not having sex, like, oh, no, timetabling sex, that sounds like a terrible thing to do. Like, why would we have to do that? We should just be we should just want it. But no, No. you don't. You need to work it like it needs to be something to like to bring the sort of the erotic back into it and sort of bring in the life force back to your relationship. You need to sort of say, okay,
1: Ready to pop the question?
2: it's going to be Saturday we know it's going to be Saturday what can we do between now and then to keep the tension high yeah. so that we
1: you so know almost like you're dating each other again yes. so yeah. So text your husband as though you were yeah. dating him and saying like oh are we going to go out for, on Saturday night exactly. knowing that it'll probably end in the ride because yeah. the baby's not going to be, be there be
2: explicit tell them yeah. what you're looking forward to on the yeah. weekend you know yeah. I would like definitely say because of the desexualization that happens during pregnancy and having a baby, yeah. you need to work at injecting yeah. that back into your your relationship. It doesn't come naturally for most women. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't spoken to any woman who it comes naturally to. But when you start doing it, as in not having sex, but doing the flirting, the extra, and the, yeah, yeah, the flirting yeah, yeah. and the reset and you start actually taking the time to say, okay, Saturday morning when that baby goes to bed, this is what I'm going to do. Yes. Like, the thing that that creates is that when your husband comes home from work, you get an extra bit of a cuddle, you get a longer kiss, <laughs> yeah, you get yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I actually can't wait till Saturday, can't wait till she goes to bed tonight. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it injects yeah. this vitality into the relationship that gets lost yeah. in the early pregnancy
1: part. Yeah, yeah. So that is what we do We Timetable. That's so, that's so, not only fantastic, but completely necessary. Mm. And I think it, you know, a lot of couples... Um, it's like the if you're that's a good rule to live by even if you don't have a baby like mm. even if you're just going through a bit of a dry patch or a bit of a lull and you're Definitely. you know because trough. yeah totally because there's a lot of relationships that it goes up and down and up and down and you're one week you're like you have sex four times or five times in the week and then the next week you're like no don't come near me mm. so to have that like that general keep that general flirtation mm. going keep the make sure your partner knows that you're attracted to them yeah. and vice versa absolutely like that's so important and it's vital that it's communicated. So you can't just think those things. You can't just keep it to yourself and go, I think I'm gonna get on top of him on Saturday morning when the child goes to You have to actually say this is what the plan is. Yeah, and and if you do do say
2: it, if you do say it to them but you don't sort of have any exchange in between and then the time comes and something happens and you're not feeling it, you start feeling guilty and whatever. Yes. Whereas if it's an ongoing communication yes. between you yeah. like where it's a running part of your it's a live bit of your relationship. It's just that something you that you, are, you do yeah, all the time. Plus yeah. you get better at it. So like the more you talk about wanting to have sex and the, the things that you want yeah. to do, you know, you start asking for things differently. The you start you The feel. more comfortable you become like, mm-hmm. and the more alive your sex life becomes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's like, you definitely don't need to worry about the the time that it is timetabled because that's the way I think of of it. At the very start, we lived apart. I used to live in Kilkenny he lived in Dublin, and we'd be texting each other, looking forward to seeing you on the weekend. Can't wait to do this, that, the other, whatever. Yeah, that's the same now. Yes, only we're married because you're, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. often like and you live in the same house. <laughs> you live in the same house, Although but often sleep in like separate like, bedrooms. Yeah. Because if our our baby's in one room, we're in the other. If she's sick or she's having a bad night, we're not going to keep getting up 50 times throughout the night. It's yeah. not logistical. Yeah, yeah, You're waking yeah. up both so people. So one or other of you so is going So one of us go will in. go into the yeah. other room. So it's about making sure that when you are together, that that's your time and that it's pre-programmed to know exactly what's happening. Yeah. And that there's anticipation building up to it. Yeah. That's one. And number two is that we do try to get away every month for an overnight.
1: Okay. Now. Just one night a month. Completely oh, just you away. Guys. Okay. Yeah. And who looks after your baby? My parents. Your parents. Yeah. yeah. So
2: we're in that lucky position And My mum and dad are moving away <gasps> next oh no. year. Yeah, they're retired and they're going to go away for a year, so yes, I don't know what we're going to do, but hopefully she'll be old enough that we can just get overnight babysitters or yeah, whatever then, yeah. you know. There, but there's, it's just there's like volunteers. it's anywhere, a cheap hotel, you know, like, I don't mean like cheap a cheap hotel, hotel. I mean yeah, like.
1: <laughs> 15 euro an hour. <laughs> like the motel, and so,
2: yeah. I mean like a deal. We look yeah, for the deals. Yeah, yeah. You go on you know, to group or Having a baby's yeah.
1: expensive. Yeah, like you're not yeah, going yeah.
2: to Adair Manor,
1: yeah, mind yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I can only afford that because I don't have a child.
2: Oh Lord. It's true. Yeah, no, special occasion's definitely
1: I was saving for that for like six months I know yeah <laughs> it's but I, ridiculous but, but it's worth beautiful it. oh my god it was so I worth mean, it I would see it that it was so worth it, it. Yeah, yeah. No, we, I, I'm going to full disclosure we did not have the ride in a dare manner because <laughs> <laughs> you gorged you're too busy. a food baby I had a food baby <laughs> and I was too busy examining like this the chandelier and looking at the wallpaper mm. I was like look at this look at this look at the golf course let's look out the window together there was no ride. there and again
2: you know the pressure that you feel I don't know if you feel this but I'm sure you do because most women do when you're going to a hotel and it's expected that you're going to... Oh, totally. Do you know that pressure? Totally, yes. So that's one thing totally. that booking these overnights, I would say in advance, literally when we arrive, before anything can put us off, close right. off in the sheets. That's it.
1: Okay, that's it. So it's like, like get in that. there
2: in case we eat ourselves to death <laughs> or fall asleep <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we've been known now I have to She's say to prioritise sleep in a hotel yes, so yeah. we'll be like we'll just go for dinner and we'll like have a starter a main course and then we'll go and sleep for 14 hours because we're so tired yeah, 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 so yeah. it's like okay we're going to this hotel how are we going to it's bum 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 ABC straight
1: Let's away ride right first <laughs> yeah. then dinner then sleep Yeah, that sounds fantastic <laughs> before anything
2: else can put you off before you feel bloated after having a glass of wine yeah. or after having a big dinner yeah. or I, yeah
1: I said that in a, in, a, in a recent episode as well like <laughs> that my husband and I we will often say like during the day. I'll, he'll text me and say what do you want for dinner do you want to go out for dinner whatever and we'll just if we want to have the ride like so I'll say to him "Well, we won't have a big meal because then we probably will be too full to yeah, have the ride can't and I, have can't, I ride kind of pizza. fancy that yeah and I'll, be, I'll say oh, I kind of fancy the ride tonight so maybe we won't get a giant Domino's maybe we'll just have cereal or you know whatever some for some, something small prawn yeah prawn linguine <laughs> because I totally cook that all the time <laughs> it's always cereal anyway uh, yeah but you know to, to that's a really good way when you go away for a weekend, the get the pressure, ride, sure, because like, you get do. get the ride out of the way, yeah. And you're being great
2: for him then yeah, afterwards, you are because even because you feel like okay, we've done it, yeah. You know,
1: it's yeah. been great, and that's yeah. it. isn't there a sense of achievement when you like if yeah. there's been a, a while that you haven't had the ride, you finally do it, and you're like, oh, I, I this was great, I loved it, I had a whale of a time, <coughs> and I'm like. I've, I'm glad we've done that now. I'm glad yeah. we've, we've re kind of reignited that little bit yeah, of yeah. passion or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so we'll, will we answer some questions? Yes. I think we should. Okay. I think we should. Okay. So, and then we'll we'll give some advice as well. well I think the advice will probably just intermingle among these questions. So, um, how long does it take this? this I'm not going to keep them all anonymous because I said I would. Um, but this lady has asked, how long does it take to get back at it again post-pregnancy? So I think you kind of touched on that a mm. little bit before. It yeah. is, seems to be very individual. Yeah. Yeah. Very individual, like I would say. medically speaking, you were saying. Yes. Yeah, so medically weeks.
2: speaking, I think six weeks is when you can officially, if you've had a vaginal delivery that you can officially, like you have to get checked, you have to go to your six week checkup.
1: And then get, right? the, the, get the go Your ahead. GP
2: looks at everything and says, okay, you're good or not good. Now, then you have to think about how do you actually physically feel? So yeah. are you still sore? Yeah is there anything hurting? You yeah. obviously don't want to be going, messing around yeah, or doing yeah, anything yeah. that's going to, you know... Aggravate yeah. any... Yeah. So yeah. if we're talking about penetration,
1: mm.
2: I would say six weeks. I mean, if you want to help your but husband But see out, how you feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. See yeah. how you feel. It's yeah. totally different that if you feel, if you're feeling that you want to ha- get involved in some sexual activity, but you don't want to be like... Yeah, there's other Particularly to do. getting, yeah, like sort of getting yourself into trouble down below. Yeah. You know, you can still... Do nice intimate things. Yes. So partner. I would yeah, say, sure. you know, think of it that way and yeah. then don't do it until you're ready. Don't feel pressurized yeah. by your husband. My husband most certainly understood, yeah. you know, and yeah. he was like, I'm taking your lead on it. Yeah. Just let me when you're yeah. ready. I'm ready. Yeah. And I, was like, and okay. I think
1: that, the, yeah, that's an important thing to remember that the, the penetration is just one aspect of, of sex for, you know, one type of couple. Like there's, mm. I mean, there's, you know same-sex couples that have complete full sex without ever there being penetration of any kind and there's also straight couples who have sex without there ever being penetration of any kind so i think and also if there's a spectrum you don't have to say i didn't have like i didn't have sex until my baby was four months old five months old six months old whatever it is there there's a spectrum you could have had you know a a version of sex like you could have had a very intimate encounter with your, your partner yeah. at any point along mm. you know the way whether that involved penetration or not so don't put so much pressure I think as That's well it. like don't think take oh the it, pressure weeks,
2: off we better, yeah. yeah we better go for it I mean yeah. I didn't have sex six weeks after I was mm. definitely not in a place where I was even considering it yeah. it was like four months before I considered it okay I think I ha- we had sex once after four months and I was like that was not happening again okay. like <laughs> yeah, yeah, still yeah. felt gross about okay. myself okay I was just not into it at all okay um, I mean, again, my husband was extremely understanding yeah. in the fact that he understood where I was
1: coming from. Rightly so you as know? well. I yeah. mean, and this, I would say that to, to this lady as well, like, <coughs> you know, take your time. It takes as long as it takes Yeah. and your partner will understand. And if they don't understand, that's their problem. problem. You yeah. you are under no obligation. You're under no pressure. It's when your body feels ready, when you mentally feel ready. Like yeah. your body, you said like your body was OK, but you were like mentally like, yeah, no, yuck. I just don't want it. Still, yeah.
2: yeah still in, in mom mode.
1: OK, so does sex feel uncomfortable towards the end of pregnancy? We touched on this yes, as well. A little so. bit
2: in certain positions. You need to work but it just out. Just work it out. Yeah, work yeah. it out. For so me, change it was spooning, position.
1: worked really well. OK. Yeah, on top. Okay. works really well so um, yeah we've we've covered the how did you know it was the right time to have the baby we've covered that question okay so the next thing here this lady asks breastfeeding causes vaginal dryness mm. discuss so she kind of makes a statement Yes, yeah, it's to true it. what she says is it yes okay I didn't not know in that.
2: everybody but in 80% of breastfeeding women right would report vaginal dryness as a result of the hormonal changes through okay. breastfeeding okay so it is definitely something that I experienced yeah and the advice that I would give if she's looking for advice, she wants me to discuss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that um, foreplay yes. is the biggest fixer yes. to that.
1: And also lube.
2: And, and lube, yeah. Like but foreplay. More foreplay than lube. more so, yeah. yeah because, because
1: foreplay will get things going naturally, I suppose. Yeah,
2: naturally will help, like long periods of, yeah, lead, leading up to it. Okay. And then, yeah, lube as well. But also, reassuringly, the minute you stop breastfeeding within a
1: week okay that 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 changes again changes. it changes back yep. okay um because a friend of mine who's breastfeeding at the moment constantly drinks water like and I mean yeah what like ga- like gallons of water. So drinks I like I'll look over at her, she'll have a full she has like a plastic yeah. bottle thing that she refills and refills she'll have it full and then five minutes later it's empty it's again gone. yeah and it's just like she cannot get the liquids into her quick yeah. like she can't yeah so yeah um I could imagine that just keeping yourself keeping yourself healthy and hydrated well fed yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah. would also play into that yeah I'd say so. Um, and then the but the lube thing and the foreplay thing if you if you manage to stay awake for an hour of yeah. foreplay <laughs> fantastic <laughs> but if not lube is fantastic like lube is you great you can fall so.
2: asleep while he's doing it and then just, and just wake, wake up, you when up when you're ready, ready.
1: <laughs> 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 but i think like i always have um lube in my um like bedside locker whether whether i need it or not just in case because the last thing you want is to be you know trying to do it and it to not work for whatever reason because
2: our bodies change like cyclical during the month yeah you know so like there are certain times of the month where you know there's no like compared to the week before yeah yeah you just it even if you're having foreplay you don't get the same result yeah yeah
1: so yeah so have it there just in case you need it and as well like if it's a case that you are a bit embarrassed about the dryness before you have sex or whatever, go into the bathroom, lob on a bit of lube yourself, and then just Absolutely. You know, yeah.
2: Like, or go upstairs five minutes before, before and if, just, if there's not going to be time for a foreplay. Exactly. You, say, you hop into the shower there, honey. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll,
1: you follow me up at five minutes yeah. and then you lube yourself up good. Yeah. Um and there's no yeah some people are a bit funny about lube, but I think it's totally practical and great and yeah, fine. Well, I and
2: like from a nursing background. Yeah definitely I'm not uncomfortable about loop because <laughs> yeah. we would I would have had, so I was like, uh, an oncology nurse and right. cancer nurse and we would have had a lot of patients sexuality we discussed at every call with yes. all of our women and men because sexuality is really affected by like cancer medication yes. and by having cancer yes. so like with, like lube was like we had it there actually to give people
1: wow okay yeah, so in the drawer you're so, so you're like, you're, they, this
2: is the you're pro lube <laughs> yeah because some of them would have stuff that would aggravate yeah <laughs> so it was like about having the right type of lube and giving it to people going yeah, home gotcha. saying this is the type that you need to this be using don't yeah. like be using baby oil
1: yeah no you know. co- yeah no proper lube get yeah. buy buy good lube yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um okay so will it this this lady asks and this kind of Oh breaks my heart a little bit. Will it ever be the same again? Yes. So better. she says five five and a half months gone now, as in I think postpartum. Yeah. And freaked about post baby sexy time. So will it will it ever be the same again?
2: It will be better. Okay. It will be better. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. It will be better than it was before. When you get into a place that you carve out that space for you and your husband, where you're both ready and you build it up the anticipa- uh, anticipation, yeah, yeah. like we spoke about earlier in the episode, like take the fear out of it by starting to flirt with your husband first. You take the power, decide what day you're going to have sex next. I would say to this person, if they're five and a half months later, if they're stopped, if they've stopped breastfeeding and they feel like okay, I really want to do it, but I don't know how to get started. Mm-hmm. I would say plan it in advance. Take the reins. Text your husband a message. Get things going and then build the anticipation and that will just get the ball rolling for you. If you're still breastfeeding and you're still in a place of being physically attached to your baby, give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. Don't be worrying about it. You will get back to that place eventually. And it gets like, because your, your connection with your husband is so strong after you have a child again, like this united couple thing. Yeah. When you do connect, like, it's so lovely because you sort of feel like it's even more special because the time between yeah. uh, having sex is, like, uh, longer. Longer, yeah. That, like, when you do have it, you tend to take your time and make sure that you Make you're, sure it's
1: great and... Well, also, you yeah. touched
2: on this before, like, don't fake it. Yeah. Like, whatever you're going to do, yeah. if you're only going to get to have sex once a week, yeah. please tell your husband yeah. or a partner, yeah. sorry about that, That's what right. you want Yeah. so that uh, they are... Yeah, so that you're gonna you're, you're gonna, both you're coming out ha- at the end of it with satisfied orgasms in the bag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you don't want it to be obviously. There, you know, there's times where you're just like, okay, Grant, quickie, yeah. get yeah. it do in. Do whatever you want. want. Yeah, you know, we I'm out the door in 15 minutes. Yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah, like, yeah. you know, if not, and you're taking your time to do it. Yeah. I w- like the connection is better. I yeah, would say. Okay, yeah.
1: that's that's good to know. Um. Okay, so this lady says, "Too tired for sex all the time." So she's as in. I think she means she's tired all the time and she mm. can't manage to get around to sex what would you say
2: i would say it depends on what type of or what um how early it is after having the baby okay so if it's a generalized sweeping statement of being constantly exhausted like and they've got three kids at home yeah again i i would advise the best thing to do would be to talk about it open communication up and say to your husband i need some me time invest in like a babysitter, a nanny, somebody who's going to come in and give you two it or three goes. days yeah. one up to being able to actually get yourself into a place where you're feeling sexual. Yeah. Because you're not going to feel sexual if you haven't slept in three days and you've all you've done is eat Mars bars at every yeah. turn, of yeah, a, yeah, you know, yeah. because you haven't cooked a meal. Yeah. So I would say, plan it. Yeah. Say, OK, I'm going to give myself a couple of weeks or, like, two weeks, say, yeah. um, I have to get rid of this exhaustion so that I'm feeling like a sexual being. Feeling yourself, So, again, like, plan okay. it in advance, you know, get your husband in on it, tell yeah. him he, you need more help, you know, get your relatives, whoever's yeah, around, yeah, friends, yeah, yeah. you know, to carve out time because you're not going to just all of a sudden not be tired. You're always going to be tired. Yes. It's about you finding... Need to plan. Yeah, plan it's it's about to about not finding be tired, exactly. almost. Yeah, you need to plan. It's like if you know, sleep. like, I know... You know, I, I asked my parents to come up this week because I was like, like me and my husband looked at each other two weeks and we went, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we need two full night's sleep yeah. to reset.
1: In, in, so in it's a row. Like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Now, not everyone is lucky like that, but there are people you can ask. So if, you know, go to your husband first, try to carve out some me time, try to get back feeling like yourself first yeah. and then
1: think about sex. OK, yeah, yeah. Um And then this, I think this, we'll have to make this one the last one. Aww. um, Do you get your sex drive back and how long after having the baby is normal to have sex again? And yeah, I think hmm. sex drive is the first question here. Like how long after ha- having the baby? We've already touched on that. It's It's very much a personal thing and don't put yourself under pressure. But sex drive... Like, when know what was think, it that you I'm gonna actually... I'm going to be totally honest here. Yeah. To
2: like, my sex drive is totally, totally different than it was beforehand. I would have had a very high sex drive in regards to, like, what wanted to have sex. Okay, yeah. Like, so I would have been, like, th- thought about having sex a lot yeah. more than I would now. Now, okay. Now, I think it's much more of a luxury. Okay. And because I plan it, because we would plan it in advance, um... The, the anticipation is there so it's a different type of sex drive it's mm-hmm. like you're looking really looking forward to it, but because you don't get to have it frequently yeah it's like you don't feel like you need it all the time I okay. think before when it's not a luxury um I used to I would always be thinking about it I'd be like when's the next time I can't wait to go home blah blah Yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, but like I don't have the time it's like it doesn't prioritize in
1: my head so yeah, my sex yeah.
2: drive is probably not as high but my quality of sex Still it's is. still high okay yeah. I know what you mean so, so you're, you're
1: less sex is less of a priority in terms of your every waking thought yeah but you still end up having great sex yes okay
2: exactly so when, when we do have it because it's planned okay so yeah. I think like the, the
1: the over kind of overarching advice that we would probably give or that well Neve would probably give I haven't a clue <laughs> is to you know make sure like it's while it is extremely personal to mm. every woman also bear in mind that everyone is having these same feelings and and it's not that you're, you know, everyone is planning the ride. Everyone is exhausted. Everyone's sex drive is taking a dip. Everyone is, like, there's so many women, so many men, so many partnerships that are experiencing these exact same things and to just make sure that whatever feels right for you, you do, but also to keep the lines of communication open between you Mm. and your partner. Yeah, um, the I whole think time.
2: As well, the the very best piece of advice that I could give anyone in regards to everything that we have discussed mm-hmm. is that switching from mom to partner slash wife doesn't come naturally. It's not something that will just happen overnight. It like is a slow, gradual process as your baby gets older, you get more time for yourself, mm-hmm. and it's something that you need to work on if it's where you want to get back to. If you're not satisfied with just being the new version of your art, some people are satisfied with that and don't mind the sex thing doesn't doesn't bother them. But for me, it was a stark difference. So it did bother me. And I felt, okay, what I really want to focus on is what's going to make me feel like a sexual person? What's going to make me feel like having sex again? Because I didn't. And so it was like getting to a place where, okay, if I'm just going to be mom, how am I going to be wife? Or, Where is the where is the crossover? Yeah. So it's like nurturing yourself is the biggest thing because you spend all your day nurturing your kids and then there's nothing left. Yeah. So it's like investing in yourself, giving yourself the time to do your thing, even if it's only getting out for a walk in the evening or going to the cinema with a friend. Just prioritizing. Yeah. Prioritizing that because to get back to
1: isn't there's a there's a podcast as well. Um, I don't listen to it. I'll admit, but I've heard that lots of friends of mine do. It's Giovanna Fletcher I think is her name she is she's basically married to someone that was in McFly okay. <laughs> yeah and she has a podcast called happy mom happy baby
2: oh yeah and happy I wife happy life yeah. <laughs> yeah but
1: when when she says happy mom happy baby or happy mom happy child I can't remember which one it is what what occurs to me is that how true that is like if you you yeah. have to put yourself like as much as your entire inclination is to put your baby first yeah put your child per, first put your children first if you're not happy, fulfilled, healthy, safe, comfortable, um, able to express yourself, able to have a relationship with your with your partner, um, able to be sexually fulfilled, all those things. Unless that's all kind mm. of taken care of, you're not going to be the mother that you might want to be to your child or your children. Yeah. So putting yourself first and not feeling as guilty about it. Now, of course, that's easier said than done. You were saying guilt is a massive, massive part of yeah. motherhood. Yeah. But to try and just that kind of I think all the questions that that came in a good thing to advise all the people that mm. asked a question is put you know think about yourself think about fulfilling yourself making yourself comfortable and happy and healthy and then you can be the best person you can be yeah. therefore you can be the best mother and then the best partner wife husband girlfriend whatever yeah. that you can be would you agree I 100% agree
2: like I don't I think it's it's it like you could talk about it forever, but you need to start putting it into practice. Is yeah. you, that if you're sitting at home today thinking, "Oh my god, like I'm never going to get back to myself," make a conscious decision now. Okay, what did I used to do before that gave me joy? Yeah, what did I? And just decide when and where you're going to do that. Carve out the time. Tell your husband tell whoever it is that's around that's going to give you the space to go and do it and just prioritise it. Start getting back to doing your own bits Mm. because your own natural flow will come from that. And you know what? In some places that doesn't work and when it doesn't work, I'd say go get help. Like if you're really struggling beyond what we've discussed today and you feel that you don't have the capabilities, like I did, I went and talked to somebody after I had therapy. Yeah, yeah, I went and had therapy and it really made a huge difference because I so muddled up. Yeah, uh, you know all these thoughts floating around your head all the time am I good enough what do I look like what do I feel like blah 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 and I didn't want to dump on, yeah. on my husband and I know he would have listened yeah but I just felt like I needed to talk to somebody who had professional experience yeah. and advice sometimes you do
1: just need a professional yeah to put things in perspective and to give you a framework and to yeah. give you so go practical things that you can do yeah absolutely I'm very pro-therapy oh, I'm really like, I think that you know there's so many instances where someone could benefit massively from from a bit of therapy. And you don't, your
2: life doesn't need to be falling apart to want to no, talk about it. No, absolutely not. And, you and know.
1: likewise, you know, therapy is something like people, you know, often think that therapy has to be something that's like a long term. Oh, I'm no. I'm, in, I'm in therapy. No. no, no. Like you can go to a therapist, yeah. you can see them for six weeks and you can feel better. That's like exactly and you can what do, I did. Do you know what I mean? Like that literally
2: went... I, didn't, I don't even think I told my husband if he's listening mm. to this hi I went to therapy but like yeah <laughs> you like, just did it for yourself I literally was like yeah. okay I'm not feeling like myself I need a bit of a hand I need a bit of a dig out to sort of get back on track and I went and spoke to somebody I think I had like that six sessions yeah. of one week yeah. apart and then I was like Okay. perfect I feel you know I feel yeah like
1: I've got the just to to get the tools to be able to handle it obviously you know if you're ha- if you're if you are struggling with motherhood um, it's it might not go away over the course no, of six yeah. weeks but at least you'll be given a framework you'll be given guidance and you've, you'll be told by someone professional yeah that it's okay and that you know and someone who's got experience I would say totally, so yeah. I went
2: to somebody who had had a baby, a baby yeah. who had struggled actually during pregnancy as yeah, well because I saw her yeah. on Instagram and how open she was speaking about it, mm-hmm. and I thought that's a, that's a really good uh, person that I want to talk to because yeah. she actually has the therapy side and she's actually gone through it herself. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Oh my god, Aww. I feel now at the start with all those. Are you cons, ready for a baby? I think. Yay! Look, I, I don't think I'll ever be ready. <laughs> Truth be told, I don't think I ever will. But I definitely like you know the whole thing of that. One of my massive worries about having a baby is you know. The re- your your changes in your relationship mm. your change in your body and your the change in your sex life and because i find those elements so important to my life and my happiness at the moment yeah. that uh, you know that is a, a massive kind of concern of mine and um, but to the knowledge that you know you've done it you've gotten through it mm. you've thrived from it by the sounds of things and uh, makes me feel a lot better Good. a lot better i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not quite gonna go home and like you know ask him to knock me up just yet although <laughs> i think he would be delighted um i'll uh yeah we'll we'll I'll, I'll wait till i'm a little more ready will that ever happen probably not no she's not she's shaking her no head. no <laughs> okay so thank you so much again Neil. you're welcome you're so good uh forgive me your precious time um thanks cassie thanks scout scout is wonder oh no he's back oh she's back in the bed she's back over there in the bed which looks so comfortable it looks like i want to get into that i bed. know me too I love Scout updates. It's like, um, do you listen to Crime Junkie? There's a po- I love a podcast yeah, called Crime yeah, Junkie yeah. and they have the the dog, the puppets at yeah. the end. <laughs> that I feel like Scout is yeah. that for us. Uh, okay, so thank you everybody for listening. Um, one thing I would ask is if you have a second, if you're listening on um, the Apple Podcasts app or iTunes, um because when you're listening on Spotify you can't leave a review what you can do is subscribe or follow I think on Spotify um, which so many of you do so thank you but if you're listening on the Apple Podcast app if you have a second go over and either give a star rating or if you have maybe like 60 seconds give a little review it can say one word two words three words whatever Um, I would really appreciate it because that really helps other people to find the podcast and you know it helps us to grow and all that kind of stuff and also plans are afoot for the live recording of private education there's a, there's a venue there's going to be goodie bags it's Woo! all it's all kicking off Um, haven't finalized a date yet Um, but it trust that in the next couple of weeks you will be hearing um, about the live episode and hopefully you'll be buying some tickets so yeah we we'll really look forward to that and I look forward to meeting people who are listening to the um, to the podcast every week that's I'm so excited about that Um, as well as you know the live recording episode itself which will there will be a very special guest I can assure you Um, and with that until next week thank you so much for listening again stay safe have fun goodbye